Last time on Knights of the Roll Table, Remy Valiant found his team in the desert after being brought back with the help from the gods themselves. After taking rest in a multi-tiered mansion resembling a sea vessel of Sarsa's design, the team headed into some mountainous caves after getting a lead that was most certainly a trap. Inside, they ran into Alistair Slate and his team of knights, each assuming the other team is working for the enemy. Preparations are made, and Biscuit fires the first shot, shooting a fireball at the other group. Now, both teams of knights, not knowing who to trust, must battle each other. We find ourselves in a cave deep in the mountains between Castor City and Red Basin and here both teams of our heroes have found each other and are facing off against each other and the first blow has already been done. Biscuit cast Fireball at the other side at Team Remy and we have rolled initiative and we are now about to start the battle for the soul of the knights. So first up in our order is Oryx. Uh, Oryx is going to cast... Uh, how far away is Oryx right now from all the, from where the fireball blew up? <laughs> so out of the way, but you guys had just landed down from the shaft up above. So you're a little back in the edge of the cave. There's, there's still lots of uh, stalagmites and rocks around that... Um, you could move around to, to navigate. All right. Um, but otherwise, everybody can mostly see each other. Um, all right. So Oryx is going to uh, bring up his uh, magic weapon, uh, which is just, uh, or sorry, his, his, what is this, packed weapon, which is uh, rapier. Um, and then he is going to sneak forward and hide behind a stalagmite, Might. which is on the ground, uh, so that he might not be seen. And uh, he will he will be hidden. And that'll okay. End his turn. So he's so he, he's tried to get up as far as close as he can so that he can make an attack in the later at a subsequent turn. Got it. All right. So navigating through, you're able to sneak and hide. Very good. Next up is Igneous. Okay. So there's a lot of things we could do. We could make it very complicated and everybody pair off against somebody else, or you could pair it off against your own character. Um, Whatever you'd Maybe like Zach to do. Zach is really going to set the uh, determination here. I, I thought it was going to be Matt here, but Zach's going to determine how complicated it is. I just fully rebuilt Kip Jarek from level one because when he levels up again, it's going to be a different level and it was going to be all screwed up. So I was looking at his we abilities. We can't rebuild him. All of Igneous. <laughs> uh, can make him stronger. More unfortunate. When I did that to Jarek, he ended up with way less hit points. I don't know what happened, but... All right, Igneous' turn. So, Igneous will shadow step behind this guy whose sword just lit up and appear in the shadows 
right behind him. The shadows that are cast by this guy's lit up sword. Um, so he's actually in the shadow of this paladin looking fellow. Um, and so he'll appear right behind him. He'll have advantage uh, on the first melee attack. And then he will make that melee attack. So here we go. First attack, 24. Does 24 hit? Hang on. Here we go. You had two weeks to prepare for this. <laughs> 24, I mean, not a mystery. 24 does hit. Except that the paladin casts shield as a reaction. And 24, and this, and Iggy's punch suddenly hits an invisible magical barrier. What, what's this? What's this going on here? But then he will attack again. Stop hitting yourself. Stop or hitting yourself. 27. Does 27 hit? That's going to take some math. Hold on. Uh, Does the shield stay if it's more than one attack, or is it just for the single attack? for the rest of that. No, shield goes out for the rest of the turn. Ah. Um, So uh, it's 19 plus, what is shield? Six? I think 27 will actually hit. Shield is five, I think. Yeah, so 27 will get above that. Good job, Igneous. So he's going to punch this dude in the back for 10 magical damage. Just taken by Jarek. Ow! He hit me in the back! <laughs> Jerk! <laughs> but I will roll on my anklet of Puka to see if I get key points. <laughs> Moving on. Very good. So the the beating has commenced. Uh, Delith, what is your dexterity? Uh, my dexterity is 16. All right, so you will go before Remy. You guys have the same initiative, but uh, Delith, you will go first, and then whole group of people in front. You can attack any of them. Do uh, I? I don't have dark vision or anything, but is it fairly visible right now in the cave, or is it pretty much just kind of like silhouettes? Let's say that um, between the other characters in both parties that. Maybe there's other ones that need uh, magical light and the sacred flames, and that the, the uh, fireball actually incidentally lit up some uh, lanterns that were around. So now there are lit lanterns in this uh, cave here, which is really convenient. So yeah, th- everything's kind of in full view. Got it. Okay. <laughs> really worked out nice for everybody. Um, let's see then. Who's who's the tallest in the Alistair group? Uh, probably Alistair. Okay, Delth is gonna go for the tallest person, aka the most important person. Okay. Uh, is Alistair facing me? Uh, am I flanking him in any way, shape, or form? Uh, you're not flanking. You guys are. Everybody's kind of head to head. It's like a uh, Jets and Sharks moment here. All right, right. Captain America: Civil War when they all run at each other at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> You could go after um, uh, Igneous, who just teleported over, because he's within melee range of um, Jarek, and so you would get a bonus there. You would get your sneak attack there, right? That might make the most sense. Yes, I I want sneak attack more than anything, so if that means stabbing someone in the back, that sounds great. So be it. (laughs) So be it. But, uh, uh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna go for a sneak attack on him uh, with a rapier. Okay. Fifteen. No. Dodge. Nothing. Oof. And then... 
Okay, uh, I'm gonna take a cunning action. And... <laughs> Is there anywhere to hide? Yeah, there's there's some places to hide. There's like All some right. rocks and, and um, boulders and things that you get to hide behind. Yeah. Then I'm gonna do it with that after a, a, a you know, a, an attack that misses. Uh, I just sort of jump back and go, disappear. <laughs> you say disappear too? Or? I, I, I do say it, yes. Okay. Who said that? Where'd he go? <laughs> it's crazy. Did you All disengage right. or did you hide? He, I hid. He did. He has an ability to do that as his. No, I know. I was. But wouldn't that invoke an opportunity attack if he just walked away after doing a melee attack? No, because he used the. Uh, what's the ability that you used? Cunning action lets you hide, disengage, or dash as a bonus action. Oh. What Matt's saying is I should disengage before I hide. Well, you can't do both. All my fun. So I'll go ahead and disengage. All right. Or so take it. Or take it back. Disengaged and uh, standing awkwardly next to uh, something you could squat down behind. But and, and instead of saying disappear, I go disengage. Disengage. <laughs> disengage. All right. Sorry, did, sorry for the rules, lawyering. I'll shut so, up now. Someone's gotta. <laughs> this is gonna be an important ref episode to rules lawyer because it's all about like do you understand the abilities of your own character (laughs) yep all right so (laughs) it it is remy's turn so he is going to unsheathe the uh long sword that he was carrying around and drops it to the ground and picks up the one down in front of him which alistair had thrown at him he says i don't want to fight you to alistair and Alistair says, it's too late for that. And so Remy uh, begins a charge at him and will attack Alistair. Oh, oh boy. Is going to hit him, which is fun. We got character sheets all over here. This is great. Okay. And uh, hits him there and will take another attack on him. That one will miss. All right. And then we'll uh, square back again and just uh, square up with Alistair. Um, he's clearly looking for a, uh, a fair fight here. All right, and that will take us now to Alistair. It is his turn. Uh, he will use his bonus action to rage, and he will reckless attack. Mm-hmm. So he is going to do that and will hit once and twice. Oh, Remy. All right, so... Uh, you guys see that this dragonborn, or Alistair as you know him, uh, just comes, he just uh, unleashes a flurry of, of axe blows, and he just swings down and hits Remy. The sheer strength of it knocks him back, and uh, Remy took a huge hit from that. Right now, he's focused entirely on Remy. Okay, that's going to take us to Deidre's turn. Uh, so having seen uh, Remy attack Alistair and uh, Alistair's subsequent attack, uh, I too am going to attack Remy. Um, and but he, this he picked up the good sword, right? The family sword. He did. Yes, the one that was uh, the evidence. <sighs> Nothing shiny. Um, so my goal would be to try and. Um, flank him uh, so that I've got Alistair on one side and Remy between us so that I can get that sweet, sweet advantage. Oh, yeah. I'm going to attempt to stab him with my rapier. 
Okay. And that's going to be a 15 and a 13. Oh, wait. I didn't. Yeah. Or a 20. 20 to hit. 20 will hit. Cool. That's going to be five damage. Not a great roll. Not a great okay. roll for me at all. Uh, so <laughs> you do take advantage of that and uh, land a hit in there. And it hits Remy. Okay. And then I, too, will disengage. I'm sorry. I skipped Branch. Let's do Branch next. I'm so sorry. Fine. Start over. Let's, yeah, let's do, redo the episode. <laughs> um, let's do Branch next, and then um, we'll we'll correct that next time. Now, Branch is going to run up. Uh, seeing Remy get hit real bad, Branch is going to, as, ba- as a bear, <laughs> it's going to sprint forward and attack... I guess Deidre. <laughs> um, it's because she's she was right there. Uh, you took advantage. You took advantage of, of the old man getting hit. Uh, so he's gonna go after you. He says, "Hey, rar," and <laughs> he rushes forward. So he will claw at you first. It's a fourteen to hit. Uh, that's a miss. Right, and then he will try to bite you, which is a critical hit. Uh, Twenty-seven to hit. That will hit. Yeah. Uh, so he bites with a crit for... That's the one that actually rolled twice. Uh, 16 damage. Um, I would like to use be... my uncanny dodge to half that, so I'm going to take 8 damage. Roar. I think this thing has fleas. Get it off of me. Anything else for Branch? Nope, Branch is done. All right, so it is Biscuit's turn. Biscuit uh, saw uh, Jarek this guy run up, you know, and fight, try to fight Igneous, and he's like, oh, he's just actually gonna walk up to him. He's gonna be like, hey, yeah, you shouldn't do that. You should just chill out. And uh, he's basically gonna use hypnotic gaze, which is a... <laughs> he's going to enthrall. It's kind of like uh, Sars's enthrall, uh, but it's it's a wizard version. So, uh, and he's five feet away from me now, and so Jarek, go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw. 13. 13 will fail. 16. No. Um, so you're charmed by me, and you are incapacitated, so you can't take actions or reactions. You're basically just like, wow, look at this guy. <laughs> are we able to see this like as spectators like being cast on him? Like, Is it readily apparent that you've it's, done something to him, or is uh, it subtle? Probably goes from fighting stance to like, well, look Soft at words you. and enchanting gaze. So it, it happens from my eyes, and I'm, I'm, it basically looks like I just Biscuit just came up and talked to him, and Jarek heard me, and he just stopped fighting. Well, hey, little guy. Hey, how's it going? You just hey, the... you should just stop. Good. Oh, and Igneous, don't don't oh, punch I him, have. or else he's gonna lose. He, 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 but I would I would suggest maybe go go get somebody else. I'll take care of this. Guy. I'll do punting. I was, I was just I was just don't don't do it, or else he's gonna he's gonna get mad again. I feel awkward about that. I appeared yeah, behind him and I punched hey, him in the kidney. Going on? Why are you stopping over there? <laughs> hey, Sarsa, look at this little guy. That's He's really cool. That's my turn. All right, so then next is Jarek. Okay. He can't do what? anything. <laughs> Can he, does he make a saving throw or something? Uh, hold on. It's, it's charm for me until the end of my next turn. So, no. So, Jarek's, Jarek's out. Okay. Until the, end, wow. until the end of Biscuit's next turn. Unless I move more than five feet away for some reason. So I, Biscuit just said, so uh, where are y'all from? Um, why are you trying to kill us? And uh, why, why are you such evil people? He doesn't answer any of that, he, right? He's he can. Based. No, he, he can talk. <laughs> he just can't move. 
Oh, well, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say we're evil. I mean, uh, we thought you seem like the evil ones with all the, all the fighting and, and the betrayal and, and stuff. And, but, uh, uh, anyway, we're, we're from, uh, south of here. Uh, been kind of from all around. I, I hail originally from, uh, Jarek, this ain't the time for small talk. What in blazes are you doing over there? No, it's cool. He's really nice. He's you. You should, you should come talk. And that's that's six seconds. <laughs> there you go. All right, that's uh. All right, that's we'll take us turn. to. <laughs> that'll take us to Yenny. Uh, okay. I assumed Yenny saw Diedrich get attacked by a bear, right? Yes. All right. She doesn't like that, so she's gonna run straight towards that bear. Uh, I see that I probably need to go through some people to get there. Yeah, let's let's say that Yenny has a clear path to get to. Um... Ah! Okay, got it. All right, so uh, first off, let's rage. Uh, <laughs> bad news, bear! <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Yenny's gonna run straight towards Branch, and then uh, uh, attack with her axe. There's a sixteen. That'll hit. <gasps> That'll be nine damage. Roar. <laughs> uh, cave bear is now bloody. And then Yenny will go for a second axe swing, this time at the, the hind quarters. Hit me in the butt. That's not cool. Yeah. I'm going to hit the bear in the butt. In the bear butt! butt! Oh, 22. That'll hit. <laughs> hit that butt. Oh, that's that's only five. Five on the butt. Five to the damage. Alright, still a bear. That's gonna take us to Carver. He's gonna go over to Sarsa. He's gonna say I don't know if these people are bad, but perhaps this can help you get close to one of them and make you feel better and a little um <laughs> a little wooden bunny <laughs> about the size of a of a roach but it's a bunny hops hops out of his shoulder carp compartment and hops on um sarsa's head and and i have cast um heroism on you uh so if you're willing uh, you are imbued with bravery and you have five extra hit points oh you're immune to being frightened nice it lasts for one minute that's pretty cool. That's very cool. I, I've never cast that before. So you have a bunny on your shoulder, on your head. Yay! And uh, that's my turn. That's Carver's turn. <laughs> he really doesn't know what to do. Uh, I would say, well, they're messing with Jarek, and I don't like that. And it is Sarsa's turn. And so Sarsa is going to barrel forward um, and kind of position herself uh, kind of between Remy and Jarek. Um, and she is going to summon, uh, spirit guardians as a level fourth spell. Okay. Um, which of course, uh, Jarek and Remy and Deleth, uh, Branch and Carver, although I think they're out of the range of it because it's a 15 foot radius. Um, they would all be impervious to this. Um, but you see her uh, white stingrays start to form and swim around, and they start uh, snapping at Igneous Biscuit. And I think I can hit Alistair from where I'm at, too. I think so. Um, so that's going to be... They're going to have to uh, make a wisdom saving throw. 
and it's going to be 19 damage if they fail, and then uh, half of that if they succeed. 23, love. Um, that'll save. The DC is 15. 17. Rubiscus. You will also save, so you'll take, what did I say, 19? So that's, what, 9 damage? All right, Alistair fails that, so he takes the full brunt of that. Okay, well, that's my turn, so deal with that. This is going to take us three hours to record, and it's going to edit down by like 45 minutes. It really is. <laughs> I'm cutting all of this. Okay, um, that's going to take us to the top of the order. It is Oryx's turn. Okay, Oryx, which is this computer, uh, is hidden. He is going to sneak out and attack, I guess, Deleth. <laughs> so I'm going to go for a sneaky attack with, a, with my with my magic rapier. So, uh, yeah, so Rx, go ahead and roll a, a stealth check. 16. All right, and then Del, go ahead and roll a perception check. 20. Ha-ha! Still stab you. Uh, I see you! (laughs) 21 to hit. Ooh, that is most certainly going to hit. And that is 7 piercing damage. Uh, I'll go ahead and use Uncanny Dodge to have that damage, because I can can see you. And then I will disengage and back up. Alright, next is Igneous. All right, Igneous just watched this sexy tiefling run up and attack everybody with flying bats, and he's going to kick her There's in the butt. There's stingrays, but it's nice that you think she's sexy. He doesn't know stingrays. <laughs> he's the, he's flat the same bolt as flat the goblins. <laughs> uh, so he will attack for 17. That'll hit. Our stingrays concentration. They are. So six damage. Um, I'm also going to attempt a stunning strike. If you're stunned, you're definitely not keeping up your bats. Damn it, that was a fourth level spell. <sighs> Monks. <sighs> so Sars is stunned, just like Jarek is stunned, standing next to each other, stunned <laughs> for one turn. And then a giant dragon shows up. Bats evaporate, but I got more turns. I can't kick her. I can't kick this other stunned dude. I'm going to turn around and attack Della. 25. That'll hit. And damage is 11, and I'm going to attempt Stunning Strike. (laughs) Roll a Constitution save. Did you roll? Don't forget to roll your Puka. Yeah, Puka. Ooh, free key point right here. Boop, boop. Uh, 19 for uh, Constitution save. He is not stunned. He is damaged. And then I have a bonus attack, so I will flurry of blows. Immediately after you take the attack action on your turn, oh, you can spend no. one key point to make two unarmed strikes as a bonus action. Um, so I guess I'll just hit Delith two more times. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, first attack, 23. Second attack, oh, 9. Automatic miss. 23 does 11 damage. Oof. Punch, punch. Punch, punch indeed. Yikes. Bring it, everybody. Come on. I'll go, move. Come on. What else you go? Turn up. All right. Now it is Branch's turn in the correct spot. Branch is going to attack Yenny. Uh, he will uh, go for Claws first. 15 to hit. Oh, yeah, that hits. All right. 13 damage. Ah. 
and then he's gonna bite you. It's gonna be a 23 to hit. Poof, <laughs> it hits. Eight damage, and then he's done. That's gonna take us to Deleth's Deleth's turn. The turn of Deleth. All right. Well, uh, Delph is, is pretty shook after getting punched in the face a couple times. Uh, so he wants to know what's going on with this guy. Uh, he's going to take the bonus action, uh, Insightful Fighting. Uh, I roll an Insight check, and Ignis has to roll a Deception check. What's he looking at me like that? 14 for Deception. Oh, 13. So, Ooh, yeah. it does not succeed. Who are you? What's that? Why, why are we making eye contact like this? Are you okay? <laughs> it's a little extreme. It's very, like, eyebrows moving around. <laughs> Can't. <laughs> ah, screw it. And then I just I just shove the rapier down near their legs and then hope I hit something. So, I roll for attack. Okay, that's 16. Oh, AC 17. Oh, no. Man. Ignis feel good. It is now uh, Remy's turn. Uh, he's been getting beat up here. He's going to attempt to uh, disarm Alistair. Oh, man. Strength. But he gets it. Oh, boy. I don't think he's going to get this. Nope. It does not work. All right. So he attempts uh, instead to try and uh, hit the weapon out of Alistair's hand. It does not succeed. He he sweeps his legs to try and um, knock him down. That sweep attack is going to work on Alistair. And um, he falls down back, and Remy stands over him, and he says, Don't you understand? We're both being made fools. Who do you get your orders from, Longbow? And Alistair's turn starts, and... He quickly knocks the sword out of his face, stands up, and is going to make another attack uh, at Remy. He uh, hits him, but it uh, doesn't do very much. And he says, you destroyed the headquarters. You've killed hundreds of people. And it is going to be Deidre's turn. Oh, hundreds of people. That's formidable. I would almost respect you if we weren't in the middle of a fight. Um, oh, dear. That's fair. Uh, I'm going to turn and I'm going to try and position myself so I am flanking Branch with Yenny. And then I'm going to attack Branch with my rapiers. 18 to hit. That will hit. That's going to be 9 damage. Piercing. Ouch. Still a, still a bear. Barely. <laughs> You're getting blood on my rapier. Do you mind? No matters this one. All right. That's going to take it to Biscuit. Jarek is still <laughs> kind of dazed until the end of my turn here. I could, you little guy. I could. Uh, what I'd like to do, uh, if, can I? Can I use a free action just to insight to see if he's telling the truth when he said, when he said we're not really bad guys? And yeah, go ahead and roll a wisdom. Uh, roll twelve plus four, so sixteen. Sixteen. You know that since he was in that um, altered state. He didn't have any reason to be lying, and that you, uh, when you've used that spell before, um, know that generally people kind of let their inhibitions down. And so it seems like uh, that statement, through whatever lens that he uses to justify it, is true to him. All right. 
It's a lot like it's a lot like when you visit the ethereal plane. Yeah. Things are looser. Yeah, you know. Connective. Like, <laughs> right. Like whatever, man. Um, let them have it, biscuit. You're fully aware that at the end of this turn, this guy's coming out of his trance. No, actually, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to cast Suggestion uh. on Jarek. So you have to make a wisdom save here. 11. Okay, it's going to fail. Uh, so you are now suggested to help me convince your team to stop the fight. And I'll convince mine. Okay. We, we got to work together. Uh, that's your suggestion. Okay. That's your suggestion for eight hours. You <laughs> 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 oh, fantastic. We gotta work together. Do you know how much I reviewed my stats for this episode? <laughs> <laughs> hey, help me help me to convince everybody to stop there, buddy. I, I like your sword, by the way. It's real nice. Well, hey, thanks. It, it talks. All right, I'm, I like your too. That fireball you just blew us all up with was pretty rad. You no, know, I'm real sorry about that. It doesn't seem like y'all are mean people, but I mean, I just gotta make sure. You, tell me the truth. Are, are y'all, are y'all good guys? Oh yeah, we're really good. These are the best people I okay, know. Okay, I'm gonna go uh, talk to my friend. Bye. Okay. So I'm gonna use, bye. I'm gonna use Take my. Care. I'm gonna use my you. movement to go near Igneous, just like within that's my turn that's my okay. turn <laughs> did, did we hear that conversation no. like uh, everybody else I would say that probably maybe Sarsa maybe Igneous probably just Sarsa cause... yeah I mean there's a lot going on other people are yelling and, and like, having get punched. you know getting punched there's a lot of stuff uh, Jarek, so I don't know what's guess. going on with you right now, and you've done some dumb things, but this is the dumbest. Jarek's turn now? It is Jarek's turn, yeah. Okay. <laughs> sorry, Zach, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you convinced me to, to stop. Yeah, very successful. <clears throat> uh... Poor Jarek gets suggestions. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> hey, at least he's at least he's getting to do something now. It's not, not like that, t- that time when Coach got stuck. <laughs> Remember when Coach was was just frozen for an entire fight? That was fun. <laughs> we're, we're our own worst enemies, really. Uh, Jarek will cast Zone of Truth, range of sixty feet. Wow. He'll include himself. It's like a cone range of well, so range of sixty feet, but that's not actually the. It's a fifteen foot radius sphere. Centered on a point of your choice within range, so I'll be in the edge of that and collect a bunch of people. And we'll say that um, he's going to zone of truth everybody except for Deidre Branch, Yenny, Carver, and Oryx. Okay. Everybody else is going to be within that range. There we go. Point. Did we make a it? wisdom save? Create a magical sphere until the spell ends. A creature that enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there must make a charisma saving throw. On a failed save, a creature can't speak a deliberate lie while in the radius. Uh, the caster knows whether each creature succeeds or fails on its save. So I would intentionally fail. Um, say, attention, attention, everybody. Hang on. Let's just take a pause. Let's take a truce. My friend... Uh, uh, what's your name? Biscuit! My friend Biscuit and I 
Uh, we've decided maybe we should talk this out. He seems pretty cool. I think all of you are cool. I like your general vibe, and uh, I think we should stop fighting and talk this out. What do you say? Yenny, it is your turn. Oh, dear. <laughs> do I roll anything for that? <laughs> Persuasion? Anything? No. All right. You're, ta- okay, you're, but- you're, you're talking to oh. everybody here. It's up to everybody if you thought that Zach personally was them. pretty convincing with that. I feel like did everybody did everybody hear that or only the people in the zone of truth? Uh, let's say. Um, I mean, I'm loud. You about know it. what? It, yeah, Jarek's Jarek does have the ability of waving around my lit up sword. Hey, hey! Yeah, he's a bard, right? Yeah. So, so I say, uh, yeah. Mostly, okay. he was. Everybody could kind of out of the corner of your eye at least see that this person is trying to address everybody. I'll say yes. All right, but it is Yenny's turn. So, Yenny, you can either listen or you continue to beat the bear's butt. Oh, Yenny, don't listen. And she's also raging, so... (laughs) She definitely don't listen. In fact, she's going to go for a reckless attack on this one. Oh, dear God. Yeah. Love that reckless. Don't bite me, bear. I bite back. Biscuit's like, Yenny, Yenny, stop it. Leave the bear alone. <laughs> All right, so that's a <laughs> that's a twenty-one to hit. Oh. That'll hit. <laughs> Nine damage. All right, so what you see is you hit the bear, and he uh, takes the hit and immediately shrinks down into this little goblin. Oh God, it's even <laughs> grosser. <laughs> eh, ow. Not better. Uh, Please, Al, do not hit Branch. Uh, uh, Jarek says we should not fight. Al. <laughs> uh, so na- now, uh, Yenny, instead of going for a second attack, since um, uh, Branch ends up not being a bear and being small, <gasps> you're not a bear at all, and tries to grapple him. That'll probably succeed. <laughs> Strength contest! All right. It's not much of a contest here. Super strong goblin! I think since you're raging, Carlos, I think you get an advantage. Yeah, yep. it's advantage on strength <laughs> checks. Yep. <laughs> so. what, what what's your what's your bonus on strength? I'm just curious. Uh, yeah, just a just a humble plus three. Okay. So theoretically, I could escape this, but it's not gonna happen because I rolled a I got a six. <laughs> oh yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. 18 so I just grapple him and I hold him like like a schoolyard holding his arms behind his back for Deidre <laughs> get him get him our, hey, our, hey. our branches legs like like dangling and yes. <laughs> just a little bit because it's like a halfling holding a goblin like I mean it's hardly fun when it's all small and pathetic like that hey ow <laughs> that is not nice yes I'm going to enjoy torturing you emotionally far more all right, so now it'll be Carver's turn, and Carver, you see your friend uh, Branch being bullied by a couple of people. <laughs> They're gonna take his lunch money in a minute. <laughs> this is not what I had in mind. Perhaps the man with the sword has the right idea, and Biscuit as well. Or I would know his name. Um, no, perhaps Jarek and the small one, the small gnome. Have the right idea. I'm going to. Uh, I'm gonna 
cast Levitate on Yenny. Um, okay, so let's say... Sorry, a bu okay, a bunch of uh, <laughs> a little construct ladybugs come out, like yellow and red ones, and they go over to Yenny and... Um, yeah, 60 feet, okay. So they fly over to Yenny and latch on to, to her and she, um, holding Ranch, I think, because uh, she's still holding him, uh, starts floating up 20 feet in the air. That's six. Oh, uh, so you have to make a con save. Yeah. Uh, seven. That fails. So yeah, you start floating. These little bugs are... <laughs> and they just hold, hold you 20 feet, and I say, let him go. And let's talk. It is now Sarsis' turn. Who I believe is stunned. Stunned. Um, but actually, there's a bonus action I could have used on Jarek's turn that if you permit me, he uh, <laughs> has a he has a feat he never used, uh, Martial Adept, in which he knows Rally. So okay. he can roll a superiority die. Oh, okay. And give her some temporary hit points. So he'll like, kind of lower his voice. <laughs> He's going to load her up. Why not? She's there. He's going <laughs> to kind of put his arm around her and be like, hey, listen, I know this is not. Is she the one that has heroism? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she gains five more hit points. Yeah, but I, if I lost it, because I lost the other hit so, points. So so now you gain yeah, five. Yeah, now you more. have five. More. Okay. Um, so I like put my arm around her and be like, listen, I know this is not exactly your style, but trust me, I got a good feeling about that. And you gain an additional uh, 11 temporary hit points. Hello, listeners of The Roll Table. This is Jeff, your DM for Season 4. And wow, we are right in the middle of the battle of the player characters. The PC battle to end all PC battles and it's a, it's a nail-biter. Will they pull it off? We're going to find out. You know, we're coming to the end of the season here. In fact, we have finished recording this season, and there's some exciting things to come in the following episodes. So we're so glad to have you listening along. Every week, we like to shout out a local game store or bookstore. And this week, we had a submission from John W. Oliver on Twitter. You can follow him, John W. Oliver on Twitter, and he recommended two awesome places, uh, one that should have been mentioned before, at Kamikaze. Um, if you haven't been to Kamikaze, they're on Claremont Mesa Boulevard here in San Diego, but you can order stuff online from them, too. Um, they're a great local comic book shop. They've been in San Diego forever, and so if you know comics, you know Kamikaze. And then a new one that I hadn't heard of before, At Ease Games, which is over off of Miramar Road, right near the uh, MCAS Miramar here in San Diego. And so uh, if you're on base, leaving base, uh, want to stop by and check them out, it's at Ease Games. They got uh, tabletop games and board games and everything that you need. So two awesome comics, a comic book store and an awesome game store right here in our neighborhood. So thank you, John, for letting us know about those. If you want to tell us about a cool game store or bookstore in your neck of the woods, we'd love to give them a shout out. Hit it up on our Twitter at Roll Table. And we are on Clubhouse now, and they have just opened it up to Android users. So you know that I am now on Clubhouse, and it's really pretty neat. And we have a regular live D&D Clubhouse session that happens Tuesdays 
at 8 p.m. We invite some special guests, some friends of ours to come and join us. So it's voices that you've heard before and some really awesome new people. Uh, Check it out. Uh, on Clubhouse, download the app, and we're on Tuesdays at 8. And uh, a really cool one that I was listening to this week while I was checking it out is this program called The Class Discussion. That happens Saturdays at 2 p.m. And this last week they were talking about Wizards. It was a great discussion uh, from a bunch of DMs and players about Wizard class. So it was cool to hear a bunch of perspectives on making a wizard and using the wizard in interesting ways. So that's another great show there on Clubhouse. The best way to support our podcast is to leave a rating and the review. We need both both that rating and the review. If you haven't done it yet, oh, we'd love for you to do that. Please rate and review on the app that you're using. Follow us on our Instagram and our Twitter. It's at RollTable. Let us know what you think of the podcast. We'd love to talk to you. And if you really want to talk to us, we got our Discord server, which is a lot of fun. I love using Discord. So jump on ours. We have art and discussions and lots of fun things on there. So search Knights of the World Table on Discord. The music, you know, it's from Weston Gardner. You can find him at his Patreon, Arcane Anthems. He also does live streaming, uh, lots of fun music and D&D stuff that he's doing. So go check out Weston. It's arcane anthems you can support chris daly and his patreon dungeon heads and get free art for your characters and you can sign up and check out all the awesome art that he is making for your adventures it's dungeon heads on patreon and you can follow dungeon heads on twitter and instagram you want to reach out to us about business or otherwise knights of the roll table at gmail.com is our email address we know we are not the only D&D actual play podcast out there, and we really, truly, wholesomely thank you so much for listening and giving our little podcast a chance. That's it for the announcements. Now, go out, get that vaccine, then make life an adventure. All right, we return to the top of the order. It is Oryx's turn. Uh, Delith, what was your reaction? What would I have seen your reaction to, I guess, Jarek's um, outburst? Uh, confused, but curious. All right, but you're still, like, squared off against Igneous and, like, looking like you're going to fight him? I mean, I did try and stab him in the legs, and he did punch me in the face several times, so I believe we are still engaged, yes. Alright, Arx is gonna go up behind Delith flank. Uh, he's gonna put that rapier right up uh, against you and say, uh, y'all need to drop that. <laughs> y'all need to let this go, like your buddy says, or I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to skewer you. And he's gonna hold his action, <laughs> if Delith does anything that's not, uh... <laughs> that's not like surrendering he's going he's going to stab him if i can do that yeah i'll say you can do that i will say also delith if you want to make a reaction and if you want to comply with that right now you can um but if you want to do something else let's wait until your turn let's uh let's wait until my turn okay next will be igneous so your buddy Rx is behind Dell. Yeah. And he's... Does, does he have to roll for his zone of truth, or only if he's going to talk or say something? Only if he's going to say something, I guess. He rolled a 24. No need Ooh. to tell the truth. Jarek knows he's 
not compelled to tell the truth. Um, <laughs> Igneous will look at Della and be like, "Now listen, maybe we should, maybe we should," and then he'll attack him and punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker punch? 14. <laughs> wow. Since uh, since my attention is split up, I'm going to omit Uncanny Dodge <laughs> since I'm kind of uh, <laughs> mildly distracted by Aryx, so that's that's full damage to the face. Ow! Alright, that's 9 damage. And I continue speaking uninterrupted. Listen to what he has to say. I don't know. What do you think? You seem like a formidable opponent. Biscuit's like... Iggy, wait, wait, don't do it. Stop, <laughs> stop. You gotta stop. You gotta hold on. Um, I've got a tax left. <laughs> <laughs> he will sh- shadow step in between uh, Alistair and Remy. Teleport over there to just like the nearest shadow. And be like facing off against the like in between them as much as possible, but there to size them up um, and be like, "All right, what do you what, what do you think? Can we talk this out, or should or should we punch it out?" And he'll end his turn there. Sarsa, at the end of that, Sarsa is free of her stun. End of Ignis's turn. It is Branch's turn. Hmm. You are in the air, yeah. being held by Yeti, who is being levitated zero. by Carver. You cannot move. Is there anything you'd like to do? Can I turn into something? Uh, I'll say, yeah, you can turn into something. <sighs> okay. <laughs> turn into something heavy. Uh, Branch is going to turn into a giant crayfish. <laughs> I'm sorry, a crayfish? Giant crayfish. A giant crayfish. How crawfish, th- crawdad, crawfish, crawdaddy, you know, yabbies. But uh, I'm going to do that. There's D&D stats for a giant crayfish? Yep. <laughs> I'm going to look this up. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was in my, uh, <laughs> it was in the compendium. Right, so I turn into a giant crayfish. I assume that he drops me. Assuming it's going to be a little wet, too. I mean... Does it say scaly and stuff and I think he has to make a strength check. Like a disadvantage because it's large. Yeah, let's do it. Let's roll a strength check at disadvantage. See if you can grab one of the arms or the antennas or something and still hang on. Yeah, yeah, Jenny's Jenny's stubborn. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe you just end up writing branch instead. <laughs> I feel like physics wise, that's what would happen, right? You're holding on to a little dude. And he turns into a giant crawfish. I feel like you would just fall forward and you'd, like, be on top of him then. That would be... 12. Yeah, I'm going to say that uh, the giant crayfish plummets uh, to the ground, now free and giant and loose down below. And so Yenny is uh, now hovering in the air, holding nothing. Uh, can I still make my attacks? Or do I need to Well, stop you could do that on Deidre. Okay. I can't reach up and grab a... I'm a giant. Uh, how high up is Yenny anyway? 20 feet. You said 20 feet. Yeah, okay, I can't grab that. All right. Yeah. Um, Claws are heavy. I feel like Branch would, would, would probably not attack at this point, but also this attack is not terrible, and it's mostly for the grappling aspect of it. Um, Carver says, I was going to catch you. <laughs> I see you don't need my help. Hey, blah, blah, 
Um. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna attack with the claw. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I did roll a crit to hit. Oh my gosh. Uh, Twenty-four. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Okay. And the target is grappled. Yep. Which is the my which was my main goal there. So that's an, an eleven, and you're grappled. Things keep going from bad to worse for DJ. If um if Yenny comes down within range, he'll try to he'll try to grapple Yenny as well. Okay. So just hold that action. I got, I'm holding all my actions except for the one that's holding Dietrich. Okay. It is now Delith's turn. Okay, so I have uh, ear for deceit, which allows me to sort of sort of like suss out lying. But um, Jeff, would it be possible to kind of suss out maybe maybe like intention uh, and and whether he means it in, in like a. a like the bad threatening way or, or just kind of like a neutral threatening way? Um, Matt? <laughs> the the intent, should I just, I, I'll, I'll tell yeah. you the truth. The yeah. intent is to get you to stand down. He's telling the truth. It's, he wants you to stand down because your friend and his friend are both indicating that we should have a ceasefire, so to speak, and he's trying to get that to happen. And if you don't, he will stab you. But not intending to stab you either way like if you comply yeah if you comply he will stand down right it's not a rogue right rx is a rogue warlock okay yeah so i'm gonna use thieves cant yeah and uh just kind of you know say does the sun rise in the western front the sun can rise in the west or it can rise in the east, depending on where you're looking at. It's uh, all about perspective. Can I hear this business? Because Deidre <laughs> also knows Thieves these can't things. huddle. Uh, it's pretty far. I see by the way you hold your dagger in my side that you may be a rogue. It's, it's pretty far. There's a big crayfish flopping around in front of you, and they're kind of hold, holding talking to themselves. Let it go. It's fine. I think the crayfish claw clamping down Deidre might preclude her focus. <laughs> ah, uh, uh, was that thief scan? <laughs> was that? <laughs> did, I, did I hear thief scan over there? Yeah, I'm gonna say no. Whatever. Alright, you help me talk down your folks, and uh, I mean, we're almost halfway here with Jarek standing down, so I'll, I'll help talk down the rest. Sound, sound good? Sounds like a deal. Okay, so Del, the, uh, the sword comes comes off your back. You still have actions you can take, I believe. Uh, <laughs> Del is just gonna loudly go, I agree with Jarek! <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna take it to Remy's turn. Remy uh, now sees that Igneous is standing uh, next to him and he is actually going to he's going to say Let's figure out who our real enemy is. And he's going to take the um, defensive action. And it is now going to be Alistair's turn. He's going to he's going to look at Igneous to try and, like, gauge Igneous's reaction to that. All right. Igneous would look willing to listen to that because that's what he's kind of trying to size up. Everybody's... He's on just, a, like, defense, just as much of a defensive staff stance as... Remy is 
taking stats-wise. Like, everybody's still hair-triggered, and Igneous is definitely still, like, ready to punch whoever needs punching, but, like, also is, you know, kind of cocks its head. To, are Remy and Alistair telling the truth? R- Remy is choosing to tell the truth. Okay. Right, he's, he's not going to hide anything. Alistair says, It was you who blew up the Knight's headquarters. We found your sword at the scene. And Igneous turns back to Remy. <laughs> this sword was taken from me weeks ago. Or days ago? Some time ago by a knight who betrayed us. Who betrayed us all. Oh yeah? What was his name? It was Cass Cass Aleheart. Sounds attractive. Sarsa is stunned right now, so you know she No can't... you're not, you're done. Oh, am I done? You were done when Igneous was Yeah. It was the end of Igneous' turn. Oh. Yeah, he was really attractive, but really disappointing. Um, do I need to save on that? Only if you're choo- I think you only have to roll if you're choosing to tell a lie. Mm-hmm. Charisma saving throw. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make. I, I think, I think just out of spite, she would attempt to defeat his thing anyway. So <laughs> that's an 18. That'll do it. Yeah. So yeah, I said what I said. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not emotionally affected by it at all. She's not necessarily telling the truth. I don't think that's true, everybody. <laughs> I think it really gets at her on like a serious level, if you want to be honest about it. I'm, I'm telling the truth, so this is probably too much. I'm just going to stop talking. This doesn't seem Jared, that relevant to the you and I are going to have some later situation. on. I'd suggest we you are. stop talking. She's going to be pretty upset with me, but we'll deal with that if, after we um, kill each other. Alistair says... I tire of this nonsense, and he's going to use his breath weapon uh, in a cone that's going to hit Remy, Sarsa, and Jarek. Wait, Alistair, don't! (laughs) I'm just going to... Biscuit just yells it. He says... What? Why? Don't! I I don't think you should! Uh, I failed my... I rolled an 8 on Zone of Truth, by the way. It's like, I think they're telling the truth! I think we're on the same side. These are defected knights like all the other ones. They've just been set up. What are you talking about? You don't know that. It's very possible we've been set up. That happens kind of a lot. We're kind of powerless to resist it. Do you know that they haven't? Remy says, it's true. I've discovered that whoever's been giving the orders, whoever's claiming to be Longbow, they changed. It's not the same person. They're playing Uh, us. They're playing us against each other. I don't even know who half of these people are, but I, I know they're telling the truth. I mean, I can confirm that even if he wasn't under the effect of whatever you did, Jarek's a really terrible liar. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Should I make a, a persuasion? You know what? Sure. Yeah, roll a persuasion, my friend. He's listening to you. Oh, that's a one. <laughs> <laughs> well, crap. <laughs> Yeah, Alistair says the first rule of scoundrels is never believe a word they say, and he's going to uh, attempt to uh, attack Remy, and he's going to do it uh, recklessly. So, will that negate his defenses, or how does that work? Defense increases his armor class. It's like plus two or something. Okay. All right. So um, he swings, and Remy takes a step back. Uh, he was prepared for that one, uh, but he continues again and lays down another 
big attack lands it on Remy. That's going to take us to Deidre. Deidre is currently grappled, so I'm going to attempt to escape that grapple. Well, I got 16. <laughs> so I'm still grappled. I don't like you, and you smell like fish. Eh, blah, 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 blah. Carver says, <laughs> he is not actually a fish. He is a goblin. You know, no one likes to know at all. All right. It is Biscuit's turn. So Alistair just attacked Remy. Yes. Because you were very unconvincing in here. Darn it. I'm going to go over to Alistair behind him. <clears throat> and uh, I'm just going to do... Uh, Biscuit's going to do Shocking Grasp. It's a, it, it, it's a melee spell attack, so I... Well, I rolled 27 to hit. Oh, that's going to hit, so... Okay. Yeah. Six, so 10 lightning damage, and I'm like, Alistair, snap out of it! Stop it! Okay, he says, What are you doing? Oh, and, it, and he can't take reactions until the end of its next turn. Ah! You can see his bones in the... Oh. So now it is Jarek's turn again, still suggesting and compelled to be uh, bringing peace to everybody. What does Jarek want to do? Alright, I mean, he's got nothing to do, but well... Maybe he has things to do. A lot of research happening in unexpected directions here. <laughs> um, uh, he'll go up to Alistair. Old standard uh, Compelled Duel. So bonus action, he will cast Compelled Duel on Alistair. Okay. And say, so that's uh, saving throw. Wisdom saving throw, probably? Yeah, wisdom saving throw. Seven. That's going to fail, so... Okay. Disadvantage on attacking anybody but him. He'll just walk and say, like, Hey, listen, look at look at me. Look at me. Like, this is worth talking about. Everybody sees, I think, that this is worth talking about. Nobody's fighting right now. Except the... <laughs> except branch. the giant crab. Crayfish branch. Crayfish branch. Maybe put her down for a minute. And let's just talk this out. It's okay. And he'll get up to... Close in, like, melee range with Alistair so that he's the most tempting target to kind of draw him off of Remy or anybody else. All right, so you see that he is he's now uh, got his attention on you as well. And that's going to take us to Yenny, who is floating in the air. Uh, hmm. Well, I guess what, what can Yenny do while floating in the air? She'd probably want to not be doing that anymore but uh what's what's, what's possible here you could like swim down or <clears throat> swim down you could oh, throw wow. something down you could throw oh. something at carver that's pretty good uh it says I, the target I... can only move by pushing or pulling against a fixed object or surface within reach such as a wall or ceiling which allows it to move as if it were climbing like half speed um, oh, okay is that like a zero g situation i assume yeah how much momentum could I get up? Because I'm like 20 feet up, right? Uh, I'd say you could kind of uh, maybe float back down a little bit. I'm not really sure the physics involved in this levitation spell precisely. Okay. But I probably couldn't get enough momentum to, like, say, attack a giant crayfish. For the sake of uh, interesting things to see in my mind's eye, I'm going to say, yeah, you are going to be able to uh, attack that giant crayfish. Okay. All right. Great. So I'm going to... 
float a bit up towards those stalactites. Yeah. Uh, stalactites. Uh, you, use my feet to just like crouch down, and then I guess I'm a reverse uh, anti-gravity squat, and then push myself off from the ceiling. And, Would that be crouching uh, up? Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and just dive bomb at the crayfish. Uh, pr- probably somewhere tender and or somewhere where it might uh, stop clenching uh, on uh, Deidre. Is a 10 good enough? Nope. Uh. We'll say that you get, like, it seems like you got a lot of movement at first, but, like, you slow down, like, a lot, like, much more than you imagine, and you're just, like, just out of the range. You just are like, can't stab crayfish. I, 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 I swing wildly. <laughs> uh, I'm very frustrated. Don't hurt yourself, Yenny. This isn't worth it. All right, it is Carver's turn. And, uh, uh, Carver will look at Yenny and say, Will you stop fighting, and I will put you down? We're not in the zone of truth, right? Correct. <laughs> okay. I, I, will, I will use my... <laughs> The movement of levitate, which I still have, to move you twenty feet into the zone of truth, <laughs> <laughs> and say, "I will let you go if you stop fighting." Will you stop fighting? That's a charisma save there. Mm-hmm. Charisma okay. save. DZ sixteen. Yeah, yeah, actually, <laughs> it's nineteen. Bite me, Metal Man! (laughs) Alright, I'm not going to let you go yet. He's just floating 20 feet up up in the air. Very good. Anything else for Carver? Um, I'm just going to say to Branch, I'm going to say, Branch, let let her go. I don't think we should be combating with these people. Branch, if you can hear me, let her go. That's it. So, uh, it is now Sarsa's turn. Okay. Sarsa is going to run forward and attempt. So I kind of want to hold an action, if I can. So she's going to um, position herself to attack um, Alistair with... um, Uh, inflict wounds as a third level spell so an attempt to really mess him up so he'll see that necrotic energy kind of coursing through her and she's gonna tell him you touch either one of these boys pointing at Remy and Jarek and she says and you have to go through me and so if he if he makes to attack either one of them that would be my ready to action please and thank you Top of the order, it is Aryx's turn. Aryx. Aryx is going to look at Deleth, and in Thieves can't say, All right, buddy, I'm going to trust you. And then he's going to uh, yell to <laughs> Alistair, You're being a fool. We're clearly being tricked. And he is going to cast... Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, I'll make a pun out of this. He's going to say, you're blind to the truth. And he's going to cast blindness on him. Blindness, nephness at Alistair. You just cast blindness on your own dude? He's being a jerk. Slingshot clearly has a more uh, accurate moral compass than anybody else around. So, Arx trusts him. 
So he's going with that. And he just made a deal with Delith to knock it off. And Alistair isn't holding up that end of the deal. Uh, so yeah, so he's going to go with Blindness. That is a Constitution saving throw versus DC 14. Oh, you, you can't go at Alistair with the Constitution save. Uh, it's a 24, so That's it does fine. not work. I'll, <laughs> nah, yeah, I'll just, I'll just stay where I am. Okay. Uh, it is Igneous' turn. Situation still awkward. Igneous looks around at the situation of the giant crayfish that has Deidre, the Yenny levitating, and Alistair facing off with several people, including Biscuit. Biscuit just shocked Alistair? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he assesses that Yenny levitating at this moment is probably fairly helpful, so he'll leave that be. <laughs> Um, he'll go over to the crayfish and try to pull open the claws to release Deidre. You will get no resistance from this because I was going to put her down on my turn. He'll, so he'll, he'll approach, he'll turn to it, approach cautiously and be like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, be nice, be nice, be nice, and just pull them open, and it doesn't resist. Yeah, so he, Branch will lower <laughs> Deidre to the ground as part of that, so she doesn't, like, fall or anything. Just be like, cool, people, be cool, like, Deidre, you okay? Raises, raises claws up, like, <laughs> I mean, this is <laughs> chenille. Shen- it's going to wrinkle terribly, and I don't know that the scent is going to come out, and... I understand. I hear you. I hear you. Maybe the crayfish can pay for your dry cleaning bills. I mean, I have authentic silk in the lining of this, for God's sake. It makes a lot of sense to me, but I think just for a minute, maybe we should talk about this. What do you think, crayfish? Crayfish, you good with this? Branch, it is your turn. He cannot talk. He is a crayfish. (laughs) You, you just see his horrible, like, the thing that crabs have that's, like, several little arms that are like... Yeah, I think that means yes. So Branch, he is going to skitter around with his claws, like, up, like, don't hurt me, bro, and actually try to get over towards Alistair. And I know that'll provoke opportunity if you guys want to take it, but I'm trying to show that I'm peaceful. I you know, mm, I don't know that a giant crayfish approaching anybody comes off <laughs> as peaceful. Right, like I said, I am attempting to show that I'm peaceful with my claws up. Like I'm not hurting anyone. I put deep Okay, in like Remy yeah. kind of sees you coming towards and just kind of is like, oh, wait, wait, hold on. He's blind, like, Stop. Right? No. Oh, no, no he said it nobody got blinded. Okay, yeah. okay. If, um, if, I, if I get an opportunity attack within that, I want to use it to try to ride the crayfish. <laughs> what? what uh, all right. You want to ride the crayfish to what end? I just want to, instead of hitting it, just hop up on top of it. You heard the man, Jeff. All right. I feel like this happens We're a lot. Be here all I, I night. Love, I love that album by Rush, Ride the Crayfish. <laughs> <laughs> if that happens to involve an acrobatics check, it's a 26. Uh, sure, we'll say that works. And then Branch is just going to take his claws and put them <laughs> menacingly near Alistair. And I'm going to hold any action that I might have. And if Alistair does any more attacking, he's getting the claws. Getting the clamps. <laughs> All right, Delith, it is your turn. Any further actions or provocations here? 
Uh, I guess he's gonna go ahead and move move over to uh, Jarek, uh, skillfully evading Yenny, going, pardon me, uh, as he moves <laughs> by her floating, flailing body. Limbo underneath her. And then, yes, a ready action specifically towards Alistair, but just generally being ready. Uh, but I'm going to do it in a subtle way where I'm like putting my arm around Jarek like we're friends, because we are friends, Jarek. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, but, but secretly, I'm, I'm ready to sort of uh, leap out at Alistair or Biscuit okay. or Igneous um, if, if, the, if the moment dictates it. And being ready, I mean, reaction, you know, all that, you know, all that business. And with that, it is uh, Remy's turn. And um, he takes a few steps back and he kind of sees, he, he gauges up all of his uh, teammates that are there and kind of makes eye contact with you, sees that everybody's kind of on the same page here. And uh, in an effort to defuse the situation, uh, he sheaths his sword uh, as well and holds uh, his hands back. And he says, um, no more knights need to die today. And Alistair uh, sees all this happening, and he looks back at Biscuit. He says, don't ever shock me again. I'm sorry. I'm t- and he, um, you see that whatever the, uh, like, the state of rage that you've seen him get in kind of uh, ends, and it ends in such a way that uh, he kind of uh, has to sort of take a knee and uh, has a bit of exhaustion and says, uh, well, what do you propose? What do you all want? I want a drink. Sars is gonna drop uh, her inflict wounds and pull out her boob flask. Her bottomless boob flask. Oh yeah, my new tankard. <laughs> so she starts drinking from that, and she like offers it around. She she, I guess I'll offer it to Alistair since he's right in front of me. <laughs> he 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 just is like, uh, you know, almost seems like he's he's trying to catch his breath from. Uh, everything that's going on, I, I some magic has been been cast for telling the truth. Yes. Yes. Also, a suggestion. What was my suggestion? Am I done with this? Uh, your suggestion was uh, <laughs> everyone needs to work together. Huh? Are we good? <laughs> Let's. And then we're working together, right? We're working <laughs> <and> together. <laughs> it drops. Yeah. Uh, don't do that. But it seemed like a good idea. Uh, so- all right? Sorry about that, and, and sorry about the fireball. Not I cool. thought y'all were creeps. So, uh, but yeah, t- that turns was out less cool. I don't think you are. So, I, I know you're not. Um, I'm glad you're not, because y'all seem pretty cool. Branch gingerly lowers Igneous to the ground and then transforms back into his normal self. All right. Uh, we we are done fighting now. Yes. Yeah, for now. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry, tiny thing. I didn't really mean to insult you, but you know how it is. One gets caught up in the thrill of battle, and... A branch is used to it, human. Look, we still might have to kill each other. Let's talk this out. Like, what's going on? Who are you people? Hey, my name is a branch from the smallest tree in the forest, but you may call me Branch. Uh, we have. Uh, you can all introduce yourselves. <laughs> I am- okay, let, let's let's dispatch any f- <laughs> like we don't need a forty minute uh, introduction segment here. Um, they do a game where you say your name and an adjective no, that goes with uh-uh. your name. Okay, you now it. it's getting no, past no, my no. bedtime. <laughs> <laughs>
I am boring branch and uh... <laughs> Alistair says if it wasn't you who uh, blew up the knight's headquarters in Castor City then who was it the what and the where well I imagine it was probably some kind of relation to uh, uh, Cass since he was the last one that had the sword right Cass and uh, Alistair looks uh, super confused and he says he's he's been he's been dead for weeks uh, we just uh, saw him a uh, what a few days ago it's been about five days six hours and 23 minutes yeah he was looking pretty small <laughs> he said that they were going to hurt his family if he didn't help and then he uh, this was after he threw us in a pit and uh, it was annoying because we could not do magic Remy says, yes, and uh, he took my sword from me. I assumed that whatever forces were that were making him betray me are the ones who placed that sword there. Uh, uh, Remy, perhaps uh, there is a way to be to get some insight into what is happening. Uh, yes, <laughs> Branch, thank you. Although, I, I don't know <laughs> if the believability of, of this item will... Uh, also uh, transfer here, but uh, he, he pulls out of his bag um, the Helm of Pure Insight, and he says, uh, this is a magical item uh, of uh, great power that allows people to uh, see whether someone's telling the truth. And everybody who wasn't with Remy sees this beautiful golden helmet. Alistair says, well, so what? Who's, who, would, who would do all this? To what end? Remy uh, says, I, I, I don't know. Perhaps the person who sent you here, um, who, who, who was it? And Alistair says, well, I mean, it was Principal Order Decius. He's the most powerful man in Castor City. He's the, he's the Principal Orator now. He's in charge of everything. He wouldn't lie to me. He wouldn't lie to us. Is he someone in charge of... Carver kind of looks at Jarek and Sarsa, whether or not he should say knights. <laughs> Um, he's like, is he in charge of our organization? Can we see knight symbols on people's arms? We're checking for knight symbols for sure. Yeah, as soon as somebody starts kind of looking, um, you know, Alistair pulls up uh, his arm and uh, Remy, Remy as well. And um, I believe everybody in this circle, right, is uh, has been knighted and is a knight at this point. Well, so. gosh, you're just giving them away, aren't you? That's kind of the problem. It, so it, no, wait, wrong accent. Wasn't exactly a long ceremony or anything. Yeah, it was kind of fast. And, and, and I mean, you know, if I had known that everyone else was going to have the same tattoo as me, I wouldn't have allowed it. Oh, I kind of like it. It's pretty neat. So we're probably at about a minute from the start of the fight. So Jarek's sacred weapon goes out, stops his sword stops glowing. And he's like, listen, just for the record, if I had gotten to use that sword in that fight at any point, it would have been very impressive. I just, you gotta believe me at some point, I'm gonna use this sword, and it's gonna be amazing. I believe you, Jarek. <laughs> Again, I'm, I'm real sorry. I, I'm sorry, I just... That's a good thing, peace and all that. You seemed very convincing. After a minute, um, Alistair says, uh... Well, hold on a sec. And he pulls out the um, the little uh, device that they used to that you've seen uh, be used to communicate. He opens it up, and uh, he says, uh, 
longbow. Come in, longbow. And a voice on the other set on the other side says, um, "Did you do it? Did you kill Remy?" And he says, "Yes, I have. He's dead." He says, "Ah, very good, very good. I'm coming to you. I'll be there shortly." <laughs> I would say he says, "Did you do it? Do you kill Remy?" And he takes like one step to the left out of the zone of truth. <laughs> Oh, well, that's still he up. Had already, I think he had already saved against yeah, it, though, didn't he? It's ten he? minutes long. Oh, okay. Well, Unless you drop it. Didn't Alistair already save on it, though? Yeah. Uh, He did not. I didn't have him roll because I didn't... He wasn't... You just step out of it, but I would definitely leave it up. Seems useful. It's a trust-building exercise. Okay. Uh, okay, fine. It's a trust-building exercise, but he, uh, when that kind of happens, uh, he kind of steps out, and he says, um, why would he becoming why would he be coming to me that's and he's very confused about it and um remy maybe he yeah. wants to like reward you for doing the right job but he's secretly going to take you out because you don't want any witnesses or something like that i mean i don't know i just i've read a lot of pulp novels remy says uh well if whoever that is thinks that uh thinks that i'm dead then th- then we have an advantage uh, should we uh, hide? Did, did they give a, a time limit or uh, a, any I, idea when they will be here? If they have abilities to teleport or move in arcane means, they could be here at any second. I suggest that our team hides to prepare for that event. Alistair uh, kind of looks at everybody and he's kind of unsure, but he says, okay, let's do that.